It is Tuesday, June the 11th, 2019. And this episode of SWAT is going to be some fun. We're going to talk about primarily something called sudden wealth syndrome. Now, I want you to know that I don't buy this very well. I think it's a, I, I'm really getting kind of sick and tired of people always attributing things like diseases to, well, just plain old stupid behavior. But the bottom line is we're going to talk about it because it's something that a lot of people experience, mainly those who are buttercups and snowflakes. Everybody is going to go through this, generally speaking, in some way, shape, or form. And we're going to take a different look at it. But uh, with that said, let's get started. It's Tuesday, and it's time for SWAT, Sudden Wealth Awareness Training with Connecting Dots. Flight attendants, please prepare for takeoff. Connecting Dots is sponsored by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of fixed cost investing. Break the mold and embrace the difference. Oh, I'm not going to embarrass anybody, but I've seen this sudden wealth syndrome, and I'm not going to, I just hate that whole phrase, but the... Uh, the nervous energy that comes from people that receive a lump sum of money by way of an inheritance or a lottery or just, you know, an end of the year bonus. I've seen it really on an ongoing basis. Now, let me tell you a real quick story. Many years ago, I was uh, in Dunellen, Florida. We had our offices located in Dunellen. This one when our children were very young. And we wanted to raise them in a very small town and have that small town flavor in it. Uh, and being close enough to Ocala, it worked. And these were the days when traffic wasn't anywhere near as bad as it is today. And we drew clients from Spring Hill and Citrus County. The villages were just beginning to start. We would draw them from there. People would come down from Levy County, even um, uh, Gainesville, the Alachua County area. We had people come from Volusia. We had people drive up from Tampa. We, had, we just had a nice, neat location and people really liked it. One year, uh, we did very, very well. Circumstances aren't important. But for Christmas, I rented a uh, really gigantic limousine and had all of the girls and uh, got their guys. And we went to uh, Gainesville to the Hippodrome. And we went to see a, um, I think it was a, a Texas Christmas or something. It was some kind of a play. And it was real cute. And I gave everybody a very nice bonus, very, very nice bonus, and uh, said to everybody, take the last two weeks off. We're going to close the office. Anything that pops up that's, uh, you know, critical, you know, we'll handle it, but uh, enjoy life. Let me tell you what happened as a result of that. The people that we had working for us at the time, and I learned a very valuable lesson, half of them never showed back to work. They became, uh, well, suddenly wealthy with their bonus, which I was absolutely shocked because it basically was the equivalent of three months of salary. And it was a big bonus, but that was enough for people to say, well, I'm rich now and I'm going to lay out. So I've seen this in the estate planning area a lot. The overwhelming majority of the people who have children, I got news for you, your children are going to blow the money. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's no different than when we talk, for example, about pro athletes. You talk about entertainers who get big sums of money. It, it just happens. So one of the things is the distress that results from sudden wealth and large sums of money. People just really freak out. And there's a lot of reasons for it. They don't have any experience. And if you have no experience in slow wealth awareness training, so when we talk about SWAT here, sudden wealth awareness training, the opposite end of that is slow wealth awareness training. And I'm going to tell you, I'm good at this stuff. I mean, I'm incredibly good at this stuff. Oh. And you really want to work with people like me who 
we have real life experience, not just some academic thing. I'm not some kid who's in his 20s and 30s who yesterday was working as a, a waiter or waitress. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, they, they may have a college degree in sociology and they have this certified financial planning designation. And, you know, you can pop your jaw and that's great. But I've been there and done it. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm sorry if you get offended by it. But for all of you who want to work with people of your same age, especially, you know, your the millennials, oh, I want to work with a millennial planner. I, I'm going to tell you right now, you're idiots. You, you want to work with people who are older, people who have been around the block. And yet, obviously, young people need to learn. But I don't sugarcoat jack. And I'm telling you that slow wealth awareness training is the opposite of sudden wealth awareness training. But just because you are good at slow wealth, the same thing's going to happen to you. There's an overwhelming probability that you'll be so locked up you won't know what to do because you got this big chunk of change or you're just going to blow it. So before you had no budget, you had no record keeping, you didn't know where to start, you got no experience. And so SWAT was created for those who really hit the big leagues, hit the big times. I mean, bang, it's out of there. It's the grand slam home run, but they got no basic idea where to start or what to do. And what do we do here? In essence, I verbally take a two by four and I beat you over the head with it to wake you up and make you pay attention. And when you start to drift off, I hit that noggin of yours again. You got to get down to business. And I have to tell people how to behave is going to be okay. And quite honestly, it's really no more different than going to finishing school if you think about it. Connecting dots is for educational use only. Investment performance is not guaranteed. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs. Nothing should be construed as an individual recommendation. Due to our extensive holdings and that of our clients, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and thus a conflict of interest should be assumed. And I always say the same thing. You can absolutely unequivocally, beyond exclusion of every reasonable doubt, guarantee that you will have a conflict of interest. Everything coming out of my mouth because of the extensive holdings that I have and all of our clients. So when we talk about a company, just take it for the way it is. And that's the only way to say this because we have so many pinhead regulators that just, you know, oh, you didn't make this disclaimer. Okay, I make a disclaimer. Everything I say is conflicted, even though I think what we offer is the ultimate true fiduciary-based investment advisory services. Hey, it's like saying just the opposite because it's, it's the right thing to do. So let's continue. Oh, yeah, let's do the O again. One of the things you need to realize is that you're going to feel isolated. You are going to absolutely feel isolated if you have a sudden windfall. Friends, yeah, former friends, they're going to turn your backs on you if you don't give them their dibs, okay? They want handouts. You're going to feel guilty if you, you don't do it. One of the things I do for those who hit, you know, they hit it big and can't say no, I'm the guy that says no. Oh, I'd like to give you money, but you got to go to Mr. Truesdale because he's, he's got me all tied up with my money. Well, your money ain't tied up. But you know enough to say, yeah, he's the man. I can't do anything unless I go through him. And so when this guy comes to me and says, yeah, I want my money. I've I, I, I known him since he was a little kid and I took care of him. Well, you can't on this story. Of course, probably one of the reasons to, with these athletes, some of the posses that they carry around, that's why I carry a gun. But look, 
Here's the thing. You're not one of them anymore. Years ago, I had a guy, I'm not going to give his name, Tampa police officer. I like this guy. And uh, I actually said to him one day, I said, hey, uh, we'll just call him John. He said, hey, John, you guys had a squad party the other day and I ride with your squad quite often. I'm kind of surprised you didn't invite me. He said, Paul, you drive a Mercedes, live in one of the biggest homes in the area. You go to Hawaii, you go to these different things. You're not one of us anymore. I said, yeah, I am, man. I put a uniform on. I still hump the street like I did years ago. You know, I go upstairs, work, work cases for burglary. And I just, you're not one of us anymore, man. You know, that taught me a lot right there. It wasn't me, it was them. And you can't associate with people who you don't, they don't want to associate with you. So don't even try. So yeah, you're going to feel isolated because you're going to have former friends. You're going to find out really quickly that a lot of your friends are horses' asses. They're going to turn their backs on you. They're going to reject you. What you have to have is the, matur the maturity to reject them. If you can't, it's a road that it's, it's, it's just, it's a bad road. So the fear of losing it all, for example, is another one of those things. Oh, I can't do anything. All the money's, you know, banks love lottery winners because oh, I don't know what to do. I'll just leave my money in the bank. That's unusual. Most people wind up spending it like crazy. We are wax rich with examples of people who, who do this. Now, here's the problem. We got a real problem going on. There are people who are calling themselves financial therapists. Now, the problem with that is these are not actual medical people, okay? These are not medical doctors who are psychiatrists or psychologists. These are people who are advisors, agents, bankers, brokers, and planners taking courses. And today, now I couldn't spell it, today I'd be a therapist. Listen, there are real therapists and there are fake therapists. And in my opinion, most therapists are fake, including the PhDs and doctors. Because what a lot of these people simply want is they want to engage you in the hug and mug in order to sell you commissions. And then when it comes to the real therapists, the ones that have the licenses and all that, you know, a lot of them just aren't willing to tell you to, you know, spit it out of your mouth, stand up and, and take responsibility. Because if they do that and they kind of give that tough love to you, they ain't making any money. Look, it's kind of like the old joke with chiropractors. You're always coming back for an adjustment. They don't want to really fix you. They just want to get you on the payment plan, okay? Listen, don't get mad at me if you're a therapist. Don't get mad at me if you're a, a, a chiropractor. Don't get mad at me if you are in that kind of a situation because that's the reality of life. Hey, here at Fixed Cost Financial, I make no bones about it. I ain't interested in selling you jack. What I am interested in is long-term relationships with people who understand the power and importance of a fiduciary. And as a result, we make our money on a monthly basis based upon a fixed cost. Why? Because it doesn't take any more to manage somebody with hundreds of millions of dollars and someone with hundreds of thousands. It doesn't make any difference or hundreds of dollars. But you get that inheritance? Mm -mm -mm. I'm telling you, if you have money and you've got children, you need to consider very seriously having a trust fund and metering that money out. Listen, there's a sports guy. I can't remember his name. This guy played football. I don't remember his name. I was going to look it up and I forgot. I might put it into the show notes. In fact, I'll, I'll try to remember to do that. This guy played football and you know what? His career sucked. He didn't do very good. He got injured. But he's being paid, constantly being paid, and it's kind of a drain on the team. Instead of taking a big lump sum, he arranged for, again, an ongoing payment stream, a, uh, an annuity from the, 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 uh, the team. I got to tell you, it, that's cool. That's a man who thinks. You know, in sports, just like a lottery, you nail it. But the thing you've got to realize is the confusion that comes with wealth is huge. Now, I, I got to tell you, people who say things, oh, yeah, he's got money, he can handle 
listen, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. I drive, for example, a Mercedes. And many times I wish I wasn't driving Mercedes because I've had people who have tried to run me off the road. But back in 19, let me think about this. In 1988 or 89, I was going down the Florida Turnpike and I had a low rider and I was, I had, a, I had an eight o'clock in the morning appointment. So I'm leaving from Tampa, Florida, going down Highway 60. And then uh, I don't think the, uh, I don't think 75 was finished back then going down to uh, the Alligator Alley and across. So I went down uh, the, the Turnpike and this car comes out of the middle of nowhere. It was probably four o'clock in the morning, maybe uh, 4.30 or so, give or take. And definitely it was going to be a car carjacking. Well, you know, I'm carrying my uh, smoke pole. I've got a model 636. And as this car kept pushing me off the side of the road, I just rolled down the, the window of my Mercedes 380 SL and uh, fired around across the front of the uh, windshield of the car. Didn't hit them, scared the holy crap out of them. And the car went into the uh, center and into the mangroves. And I just kept going my way and uh, came back a different route. Here's the thing. I got news for you. That's stress. So if you all of a sudden go from being completely anonymous and you hit the lottery and you tell everybody, welcome to the world of confusion. What the hell do I do? You know, some people, for example, get a decent sized tax return. Here's a good indication of, of where you are in life. If you get a decent sized tax return and you spend it, you're going to spend your inheritance. You're going to spend your lottery winning. And if you play sports, you get a big uh, entertainment contract. Same thing. You know, some people pay off their debt and then they invest. They get out of debt. So what do you do with the big bonus? You, you're in real estate and you got a big, oh man, you sold a, a $30 million office building. You, you nailed it. You know, it's, it's like a honeymoon, okay? You got this honeymoon phase in which there's a love relationship and, and people, you know, who, who first come into money, they feel powerful and they're, they're, in, they're in, yeah, they, in, in, invincible is what they are, okay? I mean, they're invulnerable. Nothing can happen to them. And they go on these spending sprees and then they start making risky investments and then everything just craps out. It's like restaurants. Really? You don't know how to cook. Oh, but I'm good at, I'm good at uh, steaks. Oh, I'm good at, I know how to eat uh, chicken. Oh, I know a good chicken recipe when I see one. Or I know how to do Mexican food. Or I, I know, I know Italian, no, come on. Just because you know something doesn't mean you can do it. So minting meaningful mindsets is something that we do with our clients. This is just a really short segment that we do here and we really get into detail with our clients. Minting millionaire mindsets, minting mature mindsets, minting monumental mindsets, maximizing mindful missions, minimizing mindless messes. This is all what SWAT training is all about. You hit the big one. I got news for you. Hire us. I'm going to come in. I'm going to beat the holy hell out of you until you say uncle, because our goal is to make sure you have the proper long-term 3M approach. Now, some of you are out there going, oh, this guy's full of crap. Really? You want to compare uh, bank accounts? You want to compare income? statements? You want to compare success? How about health? There's very few people my age who are in the kind of physical condition I am. Now you say, oh, well, he's just full of himself. No, I work my ass off every day. Now, for example, today I have done over 200 push-ups. I have lifted a massive amount of weight. I got my five-mile jog in, and I'm not a young man anymore. Most people are always kind of surprised at my age when I tell them it. I'm usually 10 years younger. Most people guess hey, every once in a while somebody will <laughs> say I'm older. But I got news for you. I work it. I work my ass off. So you're sitting back, sitting, eating your bonbons, and you're watching, you know, TMZ, and you're you're extremely overweight. That's that's on you. So you don't take a look at somebody. So do you don't look at somebody like me or anybody else and say, oh well, they just had it easy. Clint Eastwood's an old man. He's still in good shape. 
Kurt Douglas is 102 years of age and he's an old man. He's still in good shape. These guys are wearing out. They're going to die. And God has a funny sense of humor. We get wrinkles. We get gray hair. We get gaunt. But these guys are doing everything they can. As opposed to, well, Jim Belushi has been dead for a long time. Jimi Hendrix has been dead for a long time. Kurt Cobain's been dead for a long time. Michael Jackson's been dead for a long time. You know what? Can't help these guys. It is what it is. You're on drugs. You drink all the time. That's on you. So if you be engage in the behaviors that are going to ruin your life, that's on you. And if you engage in those kind of behaviors, that's a good indication that when you get a big chunk of money, you're going to blow it. So what is the future? Well, what do you do? If you're instantly wealthy and you don't want to blow it, you've got to beware. Beware. Not be aware, but beware of those who are selling psychology of wealth in order to get you to buy high commission insurance and investment management schemes. Let me explain that again. Let me say it again. You have to beware of those who are using psychology, the psychology of wealth. Oh, I'm a financial therapist. And all they're doing is trying to get into you emotionally to sell you a big, fat commission insurance product. They can sell you a big, fat life insurance policy and make 100 200% commission that first year. I mean, that's huge, right? Or these assets under management schemes when they charge you 1, 1 1.5%, 2%. So are you required to change? Yeah. When you hit it big, you got you to gotta have an action plan. And you don't need to make mountains out of molehills. Look, affluence, it ain't easy, but you can achieve unachievable goals if you put your mind to it. You know, like Dale Carnegie, the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve, but at the same time, there's limitations. If you're four foot tall, guess what? You are not under any circumstances ever going to be able to play in the NBA. It just is what it is. Oh, stop talking. We're done. <laughs>